0: Enlightened podcast. I'm uh, Michelle from Michelle, price and Lightworker, and I'm Becca from Living uh, Insightful
1: Connections. I was gonna say, oh, Living, Light, you say Living Lines. Lines. you've done
0: that before. That's not the first time I have. I yeah. have. Yeah, I have. No, she's very excited about it. Living
1: Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, Becca from Insightful Connections. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. So, we're just a couple of Spiritually aware chicks who have something interesting things to say and hopefully we can give you a few helpful tips. What has been going on with you, Michelle?
0: Uh, Becca's doing a card draw. I'm just reading the show notes. Becca's shuffling <laughs> some cards in her hand. Um okay, so Becca, just... <laughs> <Tell> <laughs> it's like, like she's shuffling, shuffling, shuffling and trying to read at the same time. So the theme for today, Beck, before we get into what <laughs> we've been doing, is um scaring ourselves silly. Well, I've actually called it freaking ourselves out, but I just thought I'll I'd live a little bit and uh, scaring ourselves silly. So, I want everyone who's listening to this to uh, cast your minds back to those uh, crazy childhood slumber parties, the times when you were sort of, you know, doing those funny, silly little things that kids do when they're like, oh, we should pull out the Ouija board or whatever it is. Um, so, no. you know, that's what I want you to sort of cast your mind back to you today. <laughs> uh, Becca and I can give you a few examples of the times that we've done this to ourselves and we regretted it and we thought, what on earth did I do that for? But it seemed like a good idea at the time. So Becky's doing a card draw and so she's doing a little shuffling over there, um, but that is the theme for today. Um, Becca, did you want to kick things off with what's been going on for you during the week?
1: Uh, again, another busy week, a lot of, another big week. I'm very tired. But everyone here in Canberra at the moment is tired, so I'm hoping it's like a whole thing. Just everyone's tired. Everyone's tired. Just for maybe equinox. Why. The
0: equinox. Maybe Mercury's maybe, around. Because,
1: absolutely. Well, that that'll do it, won't it? <laughs> but so something new this week, something a little bit exciting. I cannot show him to you today because he's still settling in and, and getting Ooh. calm and and getting used to us. But I have a little uh, blue five-month-old Indian ring neck, blue Indian ring neck, whose name is Ari.
0: Oh, my God. He'd be tiny, and, wouldn't he? he be quite little. Oh,
1: no, he's he's quite big. He's still,
0: yeah.
1: you know, he's he's um quite big. But... um. Certainly got attitude, this one. <laughs> mm, yes, are both
0: birds. I used to have one of them. Oh,
1: very smart, very smart. Just him trying to dig to get through the bottom of his cage that he's in at the moment. And of course, he comes out and we have a bit of a cuddle. So he gets used to us and he'll be able to sort of, I think, hopefully, my, my intention uh, that he will be able to sort of come and sit on my shoulder next time we do a.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, podcast if not next time the time after mm. so but we'll see we'll see how we go is he a so rescue deck
0: just... or is he a pet
1: he's a pet
0: oh oh okay <laughs> i misunderstood i thought he was a rescue that's why i was thinking no, why is he sitting on your shoulder yeah no <laughs> the he's not, and the, he's, you not... know the ravens and everything else weren't doing that okay i'm with you
1: no, no, they're not allowed to do that. We're not allowed to get too too friendly with those ones. Yeah. But um, yeah, so he's he's not a rescue. He oh, is, right. Um have to have a license for him and all sorts of things go on with that. Yeah but he's absolutely beautiful, beautiful soft blues and, and Ari. So we tossing up me. I wanted to call him um Merlin.
0: Ooh, I love that.
1: So we liked Merlin and then she wanted then we, we thought maybe Luna. But mm. then we thought, maybe not. And then my, my son came up and said, what about Ari? So we looked it up and and of course Ariel, mm. Archangel Ariel is yeah,
0: very appropriate.
1: The the angel of animals and, yep, and nature. And, and nature and what have you. So I thought that sounds good. And then Ari means lots of different things in in different so it's the lion heart, it is the precious one. Um, but there's also a few negatives. Um, oh, name meanings that go with it too, but we're not focusing on that. Okay, do that. <laughs>
0: skip over positive. that. Yeah, we yeah, just go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think it's a lovely name, <laughs> and I think I think Ari's is a character. For some reason, I think Ari's is a character yeah. in something, some movie or something, isn't it?
1: Probably, probably. But I had him character. at the vet the other day, a couple of days okay. ago. I had him at the vet just for a checkover and what have you. Um, and because, like I said, he's fairly new. But mm. um, we're in the waiting room there. And I think it was a grandmother with her little s- grandson. Uh, he might have been a mate, two or three years old. And they had their little dog, Teddy, there, which he looked like oh. a teddy bear. He was so cute. Love that. And he's like, Teddy, Teddy, this is my dog, Teddy. And they're sitting opposite us in the waiting room there. It's a big waiting room. They're sitting opposite us. And I've got Ari in the cage with a towel over the top of him. And she turned around and she said, uh, no, don't run away, Ari. And Logan was oh sitting Oh, my next gosh. To me. So and we both, loved, my son and I both looked over at, at the, the cage that I had the bird in thinking this bird had gotten out. We're like, what? And,
0: I looked at her, and, and then her and you're like, like how does she know my bird's name as well?
1: It, was, it took me a minute to get my head together and realise that she was talking to
0: her grandson. Oh, that's so funny.
1: <laughs> Which was hilarious because it's not, you know, a name that- That you come across. Well, I haven't come across it often. Oh my gosh! My the what is it? The The
0: Adventure of Ari, my robot friend. Adventure (laughs) of Ari, my robot friend.
1: Oh my gosh! Little
0: animation. That Ari is also a character in Entourage. So one of the main characters, Ari Gold, is his name. Isn't that fabulous? Ari Gold, a great name. Ari Gold, a fictional character on the comedy drama uh, TV series Entourage. Ari Gold. Gold. Love that. We need to give Ari a surname now. That's oh, awesome.
1: Yeah, we do. Trouble. So is a, Ari trouble. Ari trouble. Ari
0: trouble. <laughs> so is there anything else going on back, or is that sort of your main?
1: Oh, I think that's the main part highlight? of it this week. Yeah, I think that's the main highlight this. Lovely. This week. Well, and what about yourself, Michelle? Before
0: well, it's my I'm birthday sister. today, so you know, um, I'm the birthday lady. Uh, did you and see the pretty orchid day. behind me, Becca? I bought a pretty um purple orchid sitting over behind Beautiful. me. I can put a photo into the show notes, the um, last purple one. Um, yeah, birthday day today. And uh, Dad posted a mostly uh, unflattering photo of me on Facebook. Did you see, Becca? Did you oh, see? I'm going to check it out. Let me show you. I'll get it here. Um, here's one I prepared earlier. Yeah, so <laughs> I wake up and I'm like, oh. there's all these nice birthday messages and then dad has taken a photo of a photo that's on the wall of his home that is very old and actually maybe it's just on my page why is not it showing up on his page it's weird so he takes this photo of me and it's very flat but I think like I don't know if it's just oh hello all these photos are popping up now Um, I think it's just the fact that maybe it's a funny angle but I look like an alien I look like this massive forehead and I'm like do I actually look like that I don't think so I think it's just maybe the angle that he's taken a photo on and Now I can't find the (laughs) photo because there's too many birthday messages. Uh, Oh, here we are. Check that out, Beck. (laughs) Oh, look at you. You're gorgeous. (gasps) What's going on with that forehead? That has to be a funny angle. He's taken a photo of a photo that's on the wall. Yeah. How old were you
1: there?
0: Oh, God knows. Um, I was in Bundaberg then, so I was probably like 19 or 20. But oh, I like open that up my mind. Oh my God, what's going on <laughs> with my head? Um. So anyway, that's uh, quite unflattering. But um, and I was I was like, thanks, Dad. Uh, how's the angle going on your on your photograph? Uh, that's awesome. So that was uh, that was great for my self confidence, Rebecca, to wake up and uh, see that photo. So that was uh fabulous. So the other thing that I did, and and you've seen pictures of this, was the evoke. Yes. So that was with Alicia Marie Honey. What a fabulous name. Honey Did the Cruz. I'll have you know, is her name. Um, and Liv is the other lady that we did it with. But how fabulous is that name? Um, and our photographer was Alessandia Montana. Alessandia. Oh, beautiful. We call her Lessie, Um, and she is absolutely gorgeous. So lots of fabulous photos. It was a really great event. It was um massive. Like we did our breath work, and it was like We had plans to kind of go through and do breath work, rage release, meditation, kind of in that order. But it was so interesting because in the breath work, everyone started kind of doing this rage release thing kind of during that. And then we sort of flowed into the middle. and it was like, we didn't have to break it up. We didn't have to kind of go, oh guys, we're doing this thing now. It was like, everything just kind of did itself. Like it was like, it took on a life of its own. It was just incredible. So um, that was just an amazing experience for me um, to be a facilitator. So I was there just, you know, holding space and, doing meditations and I had my singing bowls so I was doing um you know the singing bowls every so often and Alicia did such a great job we actually had a theme of um for the facilitators we had to wear black and gold so we and have braids and feathers so we'd all um we all have our heads shaved or part of our heads shaved apart from honey and so we all had braids on the um the bit that still had hair on it and then had our um gold and feathers and Black and gold outfits and uh, all the people who were attending had to wear all white. So it was a really beautiful contrast between the facilitators and uh, the people participating, Mm. which I've never done before. So I thought that was awesome. And um, yeah, all the ladies there or a lot of the people there are into light language. So Liv is big into light language and she actually uh, channeled a fair bit of that during it. And uh, yeah, it was just a really amazing event. It did bring up a fair bit of stuff though for all of us. So we were doing a little bit of, um, emotional kind of releasing and clearing over the next few days following that event which is quite common you know if you are listening to this and you're going to events like that uh it can be quite common to have some big shifts so i had a client show up actually uh Charmaine, so she was actually there as well which was really cool and um yeah so i really want to be involved in stuff like that again you know moving forward um so that's sort of my intention is to do a bit more of that uh, and there was a dude there, too. There was uh, a lot of women. It was mostly women. Um, there was a guy. There was meant to be two, but the other one didn't show. Um, but, yeah, there was a guy there, and I thought that was really brave, you know, really brave of him to be there. Um, so it was great. Um, Beck, have you got a card for us? We haven't done that, I haven't. do,
1: actually. I have two cards. So I thought I would go with um, the Chakra Insight Oracle cards today. Oh, lovely. So, uh, and these are, who was these? These are Karen Sangster. So these
0: ones oh, here, beautiful. We were looking at scary cards, but we couldn't find any.
1: Yeah, don't have any. So we, we had a discussion about the scary cards, and and decided that we don't think they'd be very, very well received out in the wider community. Yes. <laughs> but so I've actually drawn two. The first one, which I think goes really well with with today's topic, if I might say so myself, is gut instincts. Ooh. And you can, Ooh, so the card here is, yeah, it's a big lion. Um, so this is obviously means lots of different things and being the, the, um, the solar plexus chakra being the, the yellowy gold sort of color card. Um, but it is valuing the wisdom of your gut instincts more and more in your daily life and pausing before making purely mental decisions um, and checking with you you know the the inner quiet self your inner self of your body um, and tuning into those aspects so that that sort of is a is an indication that you're tuning into those aspects you'll have a better idea of how to respond or react to situations Um, so I think that was you know things like I'm going to You know, do I go left or do I go right? Tune into yourself. Go left, or if you would normally go right, and see where it takes you. Um, Those sorts of things. So, um, trusting your intuition and having the guts to act on it. The second one I drew was the intelligence card. And this card itself is, is again, there's a lot more depth into the card, but a, a lot of that is also about leaving space in your mind for the possible different ways to learn and grow. And that may be through experiences and through frights and um, through love and through lessons. <clears throat> so opening to that, that knowledge of those, those lessons, um, you can see clearly the path that's calling you. So... And, of course, the greatest place of learning is the school of life.
0: 100% correct, Rebecca. I have yeah. to agree with you there. And that's what the point is. You know, a lot of us kind of go, gosh, you know, it would be so much easier if we could just go back up to, you know, the galaxy and the stars where we all came from at some stage. But um, we don't have that luxury because the point is for us to be here because we are human. Um, it's a great card and uh, really appropriate. Um, Beck, would you like to kick things off today as we get into our episode about freaking ourselves out?
1: I will. So one thing I had come up about a week or so ago is I had a noise coming from outside of our gate, um, Ooh, which,
0: that's fun. Which, it,
1: which is egress to the outside, you know, to the road out out the front. So it was a creepy kind of, it was so weird. It was a creepy kind of predator growl. Like I, I, could, I could not even duplicate it. It kind of sounded like the movie, you know, the predator movie yeah. the, the alien sort of yeah, creature yeah. kind of sounded like that mixed oh. with I, don't, I have no idea what it was really weird so i'd heard the gate sort of bang or move in the wind the day before because we'd had so much wind so much wind and there was stuff blowing around and trees falling over but that night in particular there was barely any breeze but when that girl that growl came out i was like nope <laughs> nope i'm done <laughs> <laughs> beelined inside so and the next night I went out there and I was completely fine um but that that was just not that was just one of those moments where everything was peaceful and calm and I was just going about my business I heard this noise and I was just like not, 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 not. bye
0: that's when we run <laughs> and grab idea. Matt and go Matt get out there and check that out see what that is <laughs>
1: Doors, pull the curtains, because it's amazing how protective curtains are. If you close curtains, it's amazing how much safer you are.
0: Oh my God.
1: <laughs> it's I'm like hiding under the blankets, isn't it? When you yes if I can't see it, it
0: can't hurt me. <laughs> I love that.
1: Crazy, crazy. So even at even at my age, in my 40s, still closing curtains and hiding under blankets sometimes. So just, just because it helps.
0: <laughs> Do we know what it was? You don't know what it was in the end. That's, oh really no up. i need i need closure on this rebecca you need to go and check this thing out and give me some feedback
1: well the next night it was gone so i was completely mm. fine with that i was like okay well i don't need to know anymore
0: mm. okay <laughs> maybe it was a tree kangaroo or tree rat or whatever that thing was you found it actually. could have
1: even been a bird like one of the night birds or something like that because they make make funny noises. it may mm. have been like a fox because i've seen foxes in our street running up and down the street
0: I don't Um, think foxes sound like predator though I don't I don't Uh, know I don't know
1: it was weird it (laughs) was weird I was just like the the hair my hair stood up and I was just like no I'm out of here
0: yeah ciao see you uh don't have time tonight tonight. (laughs) yeah so I was going to reminisce a little bit here Beck, in this episode and um go back quite a long time when I was a kid still living in Sydney which is where we grew up I had a sleepover at a friend's place, and uh, she was a friend from school. And it was her birthday. Her name was Sky. I always remember that because I love that name. And we all went to sleep in the lounge at her place. And we woke up. I woke up at one point because I could hear all people whispering. And I'm quite a light sleeper. And um, I opened my eyes and I had a look around, and I realised that everyone was sort of looking at Sky, whose birthday it was. And she was just chatting away. She's like la 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 la, blah 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 blah, like saying all this stuff. And I'm going, what's happening here? And they're like she's talking like she's talking and she woke all of us up and I was like oh and she was just having this really animated conversation it seemed to be that it was a conversation with someone else but we couldn't obviously see anyone else and it was quite it was quite scary so I think it would have been in maybe year four um so quite little and I didn't even know what sleep talking was at that point um so you know haven't really come across that and then she started making some really odd uh choking noises at one point and um, we actually had to go in and wake her mum because we were like terrified so she was talking then she started like choking like oh my god and mum came out and sort of explained that guy was having night terrors which i hadn't heard of either um but i did find it had these things pretty young so she did eventually wake up and she stopped choking but the whole thing was um, pretty scary and Later, I realized that I was actually a sleep and talker, so um, it wasn't just her that was doing it, but often when you do it yourself, you don't realize you're doing it, you know, because it yeah. feels like you're just dreaming. So, um, yeah, I used to wander around the house all the time. It was usually if I was overtired or stressed, and I still do it. Like, I I've, I've found myself getting out of bed, and I, I will often wake myself up because that bed's quite high, so the ground isn't super close. It's higher than normal. Um, but mum and dad used to sort of lead me back to my room. They wouldn't wake me up. They'd just lead me back to my room and put me back into bed. But, yeah, I'm surprised. Dad actually dead bolted the door as well because um, otherwise he thinks he I would have walked out the front door and wandered off down the road. So yeah. um, they had a deadbolt on the door so I couldn't actually get out.
1: My sister did that.
0: Yeah, I remember you said that. I remember you said that. Yeah, it can be quite scary. I think the parents can be quite scary with the kids sort of wandering around the house and potentially walking out the front door. But yeah, I know a lot of other people who've had the same thing. And I actually have had conversations and um, your sister may be the same, but I've had conversations with other people while they're asleep too. So that was sleep talkers too. And I remember one time we we're on top, these bunk beds and we were both on the top, myself and another girl who was a twin and her twin sister was on the lower bunk. And I was trying to get off to go to the toilet. And I kept saying I couldn't find the floor. And that's uh, the other girl was like, oh, because you're on the top bunk, you need to do this, this, this. And she was talking me through it. She was talking me through the process of getting off the bunk to go to the toilet oh, while she was asleep and I was asleep. It was insane. And we woke <laughs> the rest of the girls up and everyone else was like, what are you guys talking about? And it didn't wake us up. It was really funny. We were just chatting away, chatting away. And the other girls were shouting at us and we had no idea. So, yeah, really interesting to um, two people sleep talking um, to each other and having a conversation. So, um, yeah, I do really like to talk back. Um, that's evidence of that, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, twins and talking in their slave is a funny thing my girls used to talk to each other
0: oh did they um, they've got they, twin girls I've
1: got, I've got twin girls who tw- tw- twin young women now I should mm. say. but um, they used to talk to each other to have a conversation back and forth and I remember um, because I'm also the eldest of seven so growing up in our house in the middle of the night one of my sisters would start talking and then the other one would just start talking back to her and uh-huh. he'd be awake and it'd all be like there'd be three or four of them having this whole conversation
0: my god talking
1: to each other in the middle of the night really oh, bizarre it's
0: amazing um, but isn't gosh it?
1: gosh we giggled Mum and i there was some funny stuff they said well
0: funny people stuff. tell the truth don't they don't they tell the truth when they're asleep more so uh, that's what i've heard apparently if you ask them a question they'll answer truthfully
1: well, I guess, yeah, because yeah. there's none of that.
0: The filter. you know.
1: It, yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Were you done then?
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh, no. Sorry. I was just, just, just having a chat about my, my family talking in their slave. I'm sure they're going to appreciate that when, when they
0: hear Hooray. this. <laughs> All right, so you wanted to make a point.
1: Sorry, just looking at the show notes, just trying to get back on track now because we really sort of digressed a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you really have to be careful in your judgment. I had arrived home one night, and this is like your your – you know, your inner fight or flight responses and your your judgments in that. I've, I'd arrived home one night to see a car in my neighbour's driveway. So in the couple of years that I've lived where I am, I'm seeing this neighbour next door maybe twice as he's pulling out of his roller door driveway. Um, but this night there was a car there in the driveway at the front and um, a guy was just standing there. Standing there in front of the car, like you know, security arms folded, security guard sort of stance, just standing there. And I thought this is really weird because for one, I barely see those neighbors, and for two, there's a car in the driveway, and this guy's sort of standing there. So I pulled up, parked out the front of my house, and looked him in the re- looked at him through the rearview mirror. And I'm like, what is he doing? Like, what's going on here? I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. So I got out of the car, looked in his direction, and he just casually goes, "Hello." like okay um, hello and I wanted to ask questions but I didn't I was really curious as to what he was doing there but I I didn't ask any questions so I went through the gate inside my older girls were watching a movie the twins and I went to the to the bedroom to let my partner know that I was home and told him about the guy and and, you know just sort of having a general chat about what happened in the day because I hadn't really seen him much so while we're talking, I could hear this noise going off in the background. It was like this beeping noise, but just dismissed it, okay? The girls came running in. <clears throat> I said, Mum, your car alarm's going off. And my adrenaline, as, it, as you know, you can imagine, my adrenaline kicked in and I'm up and I'm heading to the door. Like, I'm, like, arms are going, legs are going. And as I'm doing this, I'm heading to the door saying, Matt, come with me. That guy was out there. So I've just like, you know, fight response straight away. Really bizarre reaction. Not really. Mm. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> but um, so heading to the door, Matt's coming with me. He's behind me. Oh, my goodness. I shoot out of the gate. Matt's behind me. And as I come around the corner, because we've got this big um, bush there in the, in, the, in the corner, I come to a complete halt and there were lights flashing.
0: <laughs>
1: and then I realized it was roadside assistance who tried to break into the neighbor's car. So this guy was visiting the neighbor locked his keys in the car, roadside assistants had come, and they set off his car alarm.
0: Not yours.
1: (laughs) Not mine. (laughs) But there's all this commotion and kerfuffle going on outside. Um, so they had to break into the, the the car that was in the neighbor's driveway, and they set the alarm off. So sheepishly, like I've come round the corner to a halt, and everyone sort of looked at me. <laughs> sheepishly walked back, and I'm like, "Go inside, go inside, it's okay, it's okay, everyone, go inside."
0: Oh my god, how embarrassing! was,
1: <laughs> and then as I'm walking inside, I look up and and I see the girls, and got fit of the giggles. So the girls came out. One I think had a broom, and the other had something I don't know. It was small, like. Uh, I want to say dustpan brush or, or just something real a piece of wood or you know, something like that that they just picked
0: up off the ground
1: off the ground.
0: Ready to defend.
1: Ready to defend. Um so and I looked at them and I said, well, What are you doing with those? And one of them said, I can't believe you ran out there without anything. <laughs> I said, well, what's that going to do? And pointed to what she was holding. And we were all just sitting there sort of laughing when inside. But um, it was, you know, it really freaked me out because mm. I had got myself into that curious sort of analytical state and mm. judging and doing all of that. So you have Here's to be really guy. careful with your judgments. Like, yeah. what's this guy doing here? It was out of the normal. Don't normally mm. see the neighbours, especially at that time of night. Mm. Um, but it was a good lesson learned for me. Wow. To, wow you know. that is
0: the way that you told that though I mean it did make me really feel like he was not a good person like well that's when how he I said felt he said hello I was like oh okay well usually yeah. if you're about to break into someone's car you wouldn't say hi to them and let them see your face you wouldn't think but
1: yeah no but ugh. I didn't even like
0: think about I'd it that way i actually
1: forgotten I had a car alarm so there you go
0: <laughs> yeah and we <laughs> would have just been instinct I guess well, yeah a it was all instinct. based on
1: instinct but I had and, and the fact that I had just been saying to Matt there's this guy standing outside at mm. and, bah, 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 you next know. Yeah. Watson." for those of you who are old enough to know what I'm not talking about there mm. <laughs> mm. but it was it was yeah it was you know
0: good lesson making that
1: judgment I freaked myself out because I had prejudged this person
0: yeah yeah that's a good lesson of being a
1: lot calmer with that situation yeah,
0: yeah. intuition's intuition's a big thing I think and it's really about trusting that. Rebecca, moving forward, and it, I think you are. I think you're uh, different. Definitely different now. Um, last time we were chatting, I don't know if you remember, but or was a couple of times ago, um, I was telling you about the Your Business meeting that I had and how um, they decided that I was going to do platform mediumship at the next event, uh, networking event that we do. And I was like, yeah, that won't be happening. <laughs> sorry um, and that is the freaking yourself out thing because it does require training and I've been trying to get someone to train me or teach me how to do it and no one's willing to teach you like I can't find anyone willing to teach me how to do it so um, I have employed or I have asked a few um sort of local mediums and people in Brisbane but yeah no one will do it so um, I'm just not prepared to get up in front of people without you know some sort of formal training in that because I, I feel like it's like a proper thing and there is um a bit of skill involved So anyway, after that, after I turned them down, they started talking about all these crazy supernatural things that they um, experienced. And uh, Elaine was saying that she'd actually attended a a seance, um, which I think she was aware that it was a seance. Um, And she wasn't actually sitting at the table, but there was like some people sitting at the table. They had their hands on the table and they had a Ouija board. And well, it might've been on the board. No, it wasn't on the board. They all, they were like holding hands. It might've been one of those candle ones. You know, we use candles and stuff, I think. And so Elaine was all standing behind. There was like a group of people standing around the table, sort of watching everything and then yeah the table lifted off the floor it was a big heavy wooden table um and the whole table lifted off the floor and then crashed onto the floor and elaine was just like oh, what you know and she was pretty much out the door like she was like see yous." And, um, which is never good. And I mean, if you are listening to this, it's never good just to sort of run out the door because, um, you know, potentially they've kind of brought some energy in and it is a really good idea to chop, chop, chop and throw it away. Make sure you disconnect from whatever is in that place, because otherwise you're walking around with all your little friends or your little mates that you don't want. So, um, you know, that was one example. And, uh, and I just, thought that was absolutely hilarious. She never did another one. She uh, was like, that's my, the last seance that I'm ever going to do. <laughs> but one of the most terrifying moments happened when I started doing house clearings and I wasn't actually protecting myself. And um the fan in our master bedroom started switching on on its own. No one was in the room. Uh and I kept saying to my husband, Are you turning the fan on? And he's like, No. And it went from one, then it went on to three, then it went up to a sec- two and then three. So it was going up to the highest level each time it was like on higher, you know, um, every time I went in. And then one night my husband and I were asleep and I heard um this kind of wailing, weird wailing sound in the backyard. And um I So I've been doing a few paranormal clearings and things and um, wasn't clearing myself and wasn't protecting myself. I didn't know about all of that stuff then. And we went out the back, well, we we're looking out the back. So we were in a split level home. So we were on the second level in the master bedroom, looking down at the backyard, looking down. And there was this, what I can only describe as a witch standing next to a tree in my backyard. And she was looking up at us and she had this awful sound coming out of her mouth. And it was quite funny. I mean, it sounds terrifying. But Jason and I. Jason looks at me and he goes, "Michelle, you need to figure out how to protect yourself because that is not acceptable." <laughs> what you, the what you, the Just a no matter thing? of fact. Please. Yeah, that is not acceptable. <laughs> it's Like, what the what the actual is that thing? And what are you talking? about? <laughs> like, what is going on? it's like this and I'm thinking can the neighbors hear this can the neighbors hear this witch like it was so weird Rebecca I can't even tell you it was like being on another planet because if I had been seeing it on my own I would have been going is that really happening am I dreaming what's actually happening here but because he was standing me we're both standing there next to me we're both awake and he's pointing at the witch going this is not acceptable I'm like oh this is strange. Um, I guess this is really happening then. So that's when I sort of started my journey on learning how to actually protect myself. And that's why I teach people now how to do that. Yeah. So I just thought that was absolutely freaking hilarious. So it was, it was, it was really scary, but um, at the same time, it was like, that's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> that, nervous like calm about it. Yeah, that
1: That's not happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going to sort this out. Um, and then we just went back to bed um, and she, she chuffed off. So that was great.
1: They're funny, aren't they? And, you know, lots of respect to our you know, husbands and partners yeah. for, for us because, I mean, it's like Matt when he was standing in the kitchen there, he was having his cereal bowl of cereal and he's just standing there eating and my cabinet that I bought and I had the plates and things in, the door just opened and Matt just looks at me, he's just eating his cereal casually and he looks at me and he goes, do you think you could tell your friends to shut the cupboard? <laughs> what and I look over There's and it's a matter like, of, fact. So yeah, matter just of like, fact yeah yeah whatever doesn't I'm even like,
0: break the eating heart Is it still eating, not,
1: not, still eating. Not, yeah no love it no it was it was hilarious I'm like well you tell them it's obviously you saw it so it's for you you
0: tell mm-hmm. them <laughs> mm. sort it out sort it out the cupboard fairy
1: Sort it out that's right so I have um and I've spoken about this before the ghost tube app that I use from time to time
0: oh we love that
1: And there goes my phone sorry i I thought
0: that was ghost tube app
1: yeah no that would have been good timing yeah (laughs) that would have been really good timing so ghost tube app i use from time to time i had decided one night i was going to um listen to it on the way to and from work and i've spoken about this before um and i'm just listening to the words that come through so it gives you a a string of, of of different words so one okay As an example, one night I was in the bath, one morning I was in the bathroom, putting on my face cream, then I dropped the kids to school, putting on my face cream and just sort of, you know, plucking my eyebrows. And I had this app going next to me and I heard it go, ouch, sore. And I'm like, yeah, it can be. (laughs) So I just had this chat to this this app that's on the thing. Um, So this is what it does. It just throws out a few words there, Um, like the ovulus, is it? Yeah. The eye ovulus. So yeah, yeah. The eye ovulus. Yeah. So I decided one night I was going to listen to it on the way to and from work. So 10 pm ish, um, I'm driving and the app starts with words in this order. It was gun, doom, purgatory. What is that? Which happened as the lights flickered in the street. So at this point, I'm going, okay.
0: That's the hair standing then, up on your body at the moment. yes? Yes.
1: Yes. And I'm like, okay, I'm listening to it. And then it goes, him shovel down hammer buried niece and then it goes what year is it and then it goes what is that as I'm pulling up the car so I'm sitting there and I'm going hmm okay and then it goes rope I'm like wow and it wasn't like that quick these are just words coming Hmm. through you know it's not like bang 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 so I get out of the car. I get on my, my bag and my bits and pieces together. I get out of the car, shut the door. I lock it and then I get closer, still listening to it. And then it goes behind you. And I was just like, I turned around. I got goosebumps everywhere <laughs> through my back gate again, <laughs> inside, lock the door, close the curtains.
0: <laughs> Have
1: you still got it on at that point? I've still got it on, and then oh, I'm sending like off. love and light. <laughs> sending love and light. I'm going love and light, and thank them for their time. Calling the angels to help this soul, and ask for protection. All the time, my heart was just like in overdrive.
0: For oh, <laughs> the next night, Rebecca. I just thought,
1: yeah, I'm going to try this again.
0: No, no. She don't just, do that.
1: Sometimes it's fun to be scared. Sometimes it just gives you that little bit no.
0: of <laughs> not when it's nighttime and you're on your own. In the car, and I'm like, where are
1: you? I did it again next night. There, I was not a worry in the world. It was all just absolutely beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But it was, it had my heart going. It really did. I had like goosebumps, and I'm especially as I got out of the car and it said closer (laughs) after it had gone rope closer. I was just like, what?
0: And if you feel goosebumps for the listener at home, that's usually a sign that there's someone around. You know, that's the first thing yeah. that we feel when spirit walks into the room, all our hair stands yeah. on end. So that's, um, that's right. definitely a sign there's that's someone right.
1: around. But, you know, like I said, called in the angels, um, asked, for, asked to help the soul and, and ask for protection. Archangel Michael, bless him. Bless, bless, bless. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but, you know, all the time my heart was going into overdrive. I was just like, yeah, no.
0: No. Wow well it's a good result the next night when you did it again and that same thing didn't happen I guess that's a really good thing
1: no, I don't know quite, why we do it though
0: I don't know I know like why, why well we it's see. it's just a, probably the curiosity and that's you know that leads me into the um story that sort of started this episode um because I went away to Rainbow Beach and that's what sort of spurred me on to write this because um Deborah and I one of my uh, mates from Parkrun were up late and everyone else had sort of gone to bed and um similar story to Beck but I was with someone but um, she, it was her idea. It wasn't my idea. I just want to put that out there. But she was like, oh, you know, we should do that iOvulous thing because I just like showed it to them during the day. And she had downloaded it. And it's an app. And I've made some notes here because for the listener at home, um, we did have a card draw earlier. So we will put the link to the cards in the show notes. Um, the Ghost Tube app that Beck mentioned, um, she'll pop that in the show notes. And iOvulous, the app for that will be in the show notes as well. So if you need to get in, um, involved in any of those things, you want to get more information on them, um, all of the info you need is in the show notes. But um, yeah, so I showed Deborah the app and then she downloaded it. And then uh, we just happened to be the last ones up. Everyone had gone to bed really early and we're watching Police Academy. It's quite funny. And then somehow she was like telling me how you could um, bring up the names of actors, like when you're watching, I think it was like Foxtel or one of those paid things. And you could bring up the names of the actors. So normally I'm Googling names. Like when I watch a new show, I'm like, oh, who's that? Who's that? La, la, la. But it actually brings the names up. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. So she showed me an example, brought up this like horror movie. Just randomly, she just clicked on it and then showed me how you could do it. And I was like, oh, that's so good. Um, anyway, this horror movie was um, had nuns in it. And I was like, oh, maybe we should just watch that. You know, Maybe we should watch that instead of police academy. So then she's got the eye off She's opened that on her phone. We've got this scary nun show on um, at the same time. And I don't know how we got from police academy to that, but anyway, we did, Um it was this random. Uh, anyway, so eye ovulus <laughs> is similar to the ghost shoot app where it sort of forms words and it's got like a dictionary. So it doesn't have every word. So sometimes it just sounds like, or something similar names are a little bit tricky but it does have you know certain words that will come up so it allows spirit because spirit uses energy uh to communicate so it converts the energy into words that's basically how it works so um had the eye ovulus on and um and the words start coming through and we heard you know things like none stab and it's sort of related to the show so as the movie's going through whatever was happening it would bring up a word that related to the show. So it's obviously whoever's around is watching the, t- the movie with us. And we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then we asked who was in the room with us and all these names came out. So we had like five names and specifically names. And it doesn't have a lot of names in it. And I'm kind of going, that's really interesting. Names don't come up that often. So all these names come out. And I think we asked how many of them were in the room. And I think number seven came up. So um, in a word, but it also appears on the screen too. So you can actually read it. Uh, and then we asked, where are you? And i got the same thing as what Beck got behind you immediately. Mm. Now, we know we're dealing with an intelligent uh, energy because if it can answer you, and this is something you see on paranormal shows all the time, sometimes I ask questions and just random stuff comes out. Like you say, where are you? And it says cucumber. And you go, yeah. Um, but when you say, where are you? And it actually answers you. And this is what was happening. Every question we answered, we got a name, a number. Um, and it was it was always specific to what we we're asking. So Deborah and I are both sitting on a chair together, like a lounge chair. And it was quite a deep chair. And there was a space behind us in the room behind us. So we both kind of went, holy crap. And we turned around and looked. And there's no one there. We couldn't see anyone. But we were like, that's, that's a little bit close to home. And we also asked how many souls were there, as I said before. And the number seven came up. But it was also talking about things that we started to Google because it sounded like it was talking about maybe murders or, you know, suspicious deaths and things like that. So we actually started Googling the names and, you know, locations and tried to find out if we could find any info, you know, about these things, because it did seem to be talking about actual cases, which was really Mm. interesting. Um, But at the same time, we're watching a scary movie. Anyway, um, at one point, it mentioned Deborah's husband and uh, his name and then referred to him as sleeping so it said her husband's name and then sleeping and we went holy crap and then we (laughs) shut it down and we're like good night and that was midnight by the time we finished doing all of that it was midnight and I was sleeping downstairs and I had to um so all the house was dark it was a Airbnb so it wasn't our house I didn't know where all the lights were I wasn't really familiar with the lights so I kind of walked down the stairs in the dark down this really dark hallway because there's no light downstairs we're basically in a basement so there's no windows or anything like that. Walking down this pitch black hallway, sort of feeling my way along the hallway after doing all of this stupid stuff. And then got to the end of the hallway, finally fumbled around and found my light switch and turned the light on. And I was absolutely terrified. So most of the people were sleeping upstairs, I was downstairs with one guy and he had the door shut. So it couldn't have rescued me anyway. Uh, but that was the most terrifying walk of my life, I reckon. Walking down there in an unfamiliar house <laughs> in a basement after doing that stupid thing because i was like to deborah you're sleeping with your husband and your kid upstairs like and i'm down why did we do this i'm in a basement for god's sakes um yeah it was terrifying it was like the walk of doom it was like the walk of doom but i did survive it because i'm still here to tell the story yep. um but yeah i was i was absolutely and, scared to death
1: and you know nothing can hurt you unless you allow it
0: correct 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 so- yeah
1: I think, I think it's just a, like a human thing like sometimes we just need that fear just to
0: yeah make us feel like we're alive adrenaline yeah, yeah.
1: adrenaline yeah yes.
0: um and i, I have one more story you... to share back did you have anything <laughs> to say in between i just had a story to share that was a really interesting one about a reading i did recently no go ahead yeah you may want to comment on this but um i actually just read for a lady it was last week um i wrote this last week uh, last week I read to this lady and um, her son had actually foreseen his death. It's very interesting. And she came to me because she was freaking out and I hadn't met her before. It's the first time I'd met her. But we actually had a young man stabbed to death in Caloundra, which is where I live on the Sunshine Coast, uh, recently over a girl. So it was like a love triangle kind of thing. So he was actually stabbed to death. This kid, like a kid. And um, before I met this lady, often, and Beck knows this, often when I'm meeting someone for the first time, I'll just connect to their energy, see what's going on there and see if anything for me comes up. So when I connected to her energy, that kid appeared um, that had been stabbed to death. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So he was just in my mind. I walked out here and then I sat down and she said to me, Michelle, my son has foreseen his death and I'm freaking out. Um, He saw himself stabbed to death. and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I was just in the backyard tuning into energy. And that kid came through, the one who had been stabbed to death. And I thought, well, that's really, uh, really amazing. And I did mention it to her um but yeah her son had seen himself stabbed to death by a man now I didn't know anything apart from stabbed to death he'd he'd foreseen this you didn't tell me any other information um but I did see immediately a party now a friend of her husband's who's deceased he got murdered in Thailand oddly enough a lot of murders going on um he got murdered in Thailand he came through so the father's friend and um he was giving me some info he showed me this party and it was like drugs and drinking all this crazy stuff and I was like, um, and I was trying to link it to the dad's friend. I'm thinking, was he at a party before he was killed? I don't really know. Like he's showed me his gathering. It was like a barbecue. It was like very social. There's a lot of people. They're in the backyard. Do And she didn't click at that point what that was. But the young man uh, who'd seen his death, he actually lived two streets away from where, and this is recent. I'm talking like present day. He lives two streets away from where the sh- uh, stabbing happens. And I was like, okay. And so then I started talking about this kid and I was like, oh, there's this kid, do, 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 and described him. He has um, ADHD. He's on Ritalin. Like all this stuff's coming out of my mouth. And she goes, that's the owner. That's the boy who lives at this particular house my son goes to all the time for the parties. And she said parties. And I'm going, oh, is that the party maybe that I was seeing, like a gathering or something? And she said, yeah, he actually saw himself at a party, lots of drinking, drugs, et cetera. And that's where he stabbed. And I was like, oh, and then I saw this man and I went, oh, there's a guy here and I don't recognize him I And mean, he's older and this, this, this. And I described him and she said, that's the guy that she saw in in, her, in his dream. And that's the one that stabs him. And I was like, oh my God. So all this stuff, like I couldn't believe it. This kid's wow. 15, right? The stabbing happens when he's <laughs> 16. So they're less than 12 months away from when this premonition is going to happen, right? and i said to her what's going on up at Mulaney? like i see i'm in a skeleton of a home there's like some sort of building going on it it feels like it's up like Mulaney or boulder and like up a mountain and she said well we're actually building at Mulaney." she was like wow that's amazing um we're building at Mulaney, um but it won't be ready within that time frame of when he sees himself stabbed to death the other thing i saw though which was interesting was um a device so i saw him in front of devices like ipads and things like playing games and she said well we actually confiscated his games we confiscated his devices And since then, that's when he's been going out with these people, drinking and doing drugs and getting really drunk. And I was like, I've never recommended this before, but you need to give him his devices back because he needs to stay the hell indoors, you know? And I've never recommended that before, but that was the father's friend who told me to do that. And I said, you need to keep him indoors until you guys can get up to Mulaney. Because the thing is, and this is why I'm saying this to you, not to terrify everyone who has kids, but the the reason I'm saying this is that if spirit gives it to you, you can change it. That's the point. So if spirit gives you the information, you can change this. It means it doesn't have to happen. That's why I'm telling you this. So, not to freak everyone out, because I know a lot of parents will be like, oh my God, you know, what is this lady saying this for? But I strongly believe, and I I sat there in front of that woman and I said, This is not destined to happen. You can do something different that he needs to stay the hell away from that crowd because that dude that I saw is not good and he's very unstable. And he felt like he was like a drug dealer or something like that. Hmm. So I was like, we don't want him at that party. So, what an amazing experience. And for that boy to see his death, and she said he's always had premonitions, but it's usually about like other situations, other people and things like that. But when he stood there and he was stabbed and he was dying, he knew it was him and he knew he was 16. He knew everything, two streets away from where they're living at the moment. I mean, that is next level. That is next level. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: It's interesting too, because. Like, how was his mum handling this?
0: Oh, she was a nervous wreck. She
1: was oh, my a nervous gosh. Wreck.
0: But they all, they all have a gift. Like, they all kind of had yeah. deja vu. They all They all are spiritual people. So she kind of, she gets it. But she just wanted to know if it was something that could be changed or if it was just this is what's going to happen. And I'm like, obviously, if he hadn't had the dream, I just got confirmation, but obviously, if he hadn't had the dream, that would have been it. You know that would have yeah. been predetermined because I would have had no heads up. He would have just gone off to the party. He might have had that intuitive pull not to go, which is usually what spirit does—to go, don't do that thing. He might have had the intuitive pull and ignored it. Who knows? He might have listened. Who knows? But for him to actually see it all playing out, and then for mum to come to me, and for me to see it as well, and the guy and everything, she goes, "That's exactly the guy that he described." And I'm like, "Awesome!" You can't explain that. You know, you can't. No. Yeah, I can't make. I don't know her son. So anyway, she's bringing her son back to meet me. So we're going to do a reading together. Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm really excited about Absolutely that.
1: Absolutely beautiful. But, you know, it's obviously he has like so much more of a purpose here. Mm,
0: yeah, correct. That's what I said for to you. that exactly. Because
1: not only is he been um, guided by having premonitions that sort of came true in the past, he yeah. has his own premonition. And then on top of that, just to make sure that it message got through mm. make sure that message got there um you were bought into it to yeah to elaborate more on it so yeah amazing, very eh? very interesting
0: yeah it almost we feels say, like a...
1: always look at the signs too like look at the signs
0: that's it and i feel like it could be on. um another episode of that's a uh, surviving death show almost it feels like it would fit in really really well with that surviving death show on yeah. netflix yeah yeah which I might put a link to if people haven't seen that. It's really good. Uh, Surviving Death on Netflix, really good show. Anyway, back we better uh, wrap up. again, chatting, chatting and chatting. Uh, so that is uh, freaking ourselves out. Thank you so much for listening. And next episode, we're going to be talking about anxiety. And it doesn't sound like a real super fun thing to talk about. However, we all have it from time to time, that real nervous feeling, uncertainty, you know, stuff like that. So we're going to be talking about that next time. And uh, we're going to have a few little tips i guess around how to maybe deal with and process because honestly i have been getting a few more people through with this you know talking about anxiety how do i deal with it i don't know what to do feeling out of control and um and that's why i thought it might be a good time to sort of do that so that and i can talk about maybe some of our coping mechanisms and give you some positive uh ways to sort of handle that and uh, get through it because it's not easy and um you know there is a lot of stuff to for us to sort of focus on and worry about i guess in this um old 2022 world so um that'll be really good
1: absolutely especially after today's episode i think we should probably counteract that with something helpful
0: oh yeah my gosh we'll terrify the pants off you and then we'll give you some helpful tips and tricks and play our singing bowls and la 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 um, wait
1: wait till next week
0: yeah 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 all right great episode
1: thanks back Bye, everyone. Bye, Michelle. Happy birthday. Thank you.